Welcome to Dad Crossing, a podcast about animals. Today we'll be chatting about our thoughts about the first seasonal event, the first fishing tournament, some community questions, and of course that giant update we just got. And we are very excited. We're so excited we recorded two podcasts. That's how excited we are. With me today, as always, is Nick Crazy Red Metzger. Couldn't be more excited for the old Jolly Red Treasure Traveler to be coming around. I do kind of hope he gets a pirate motif. That's a little... Yeah. That's pretty rad. And then also with us, for sure, at five in the morning, is Sean Shrubbery Abbott. Hello. Good morning. I am... Very tired. <laughs> it was a long day yesterday after being up from far in the morning yesterday to do it all again today. But yes. yeah, I'm also yes, there. for sure, for sure. Blame Nintendo. Blame Nintendo, 100%. And I'm Dan, wedding season Caparello. And um, we don't know what wedding season really means yet, but I hope I get to marry one of my villagers. And we'll talk about more about that later. Uh, let's jump right into things, guys. Yesterday, we recorded an entire podcast. Um, and it was great. We thought we did a great job. And then a couple hours later, Nintendo dropped some pretty significant Animal Crossing update news on us. And we went back and forth about what we should do. And we decided that we should all stay up late slash wake up early and do it all again. So you will be hearing, uh, on the front end, all of the news, our thoughts on it, what you're going to see with Nature Day, Crazy Red, the museum upgrades, all of that stuff. And then we're going to cut out and we'll, we'll, you'll be able to listen to the entirety of the original podcast and some of our predictions that turned out to be uh, pretty dang accurate, if I do say so myself. For sure. So now that the housekeeping is out of the way, let's talk about the news. To kick things off, we are getting Nature Day. The Nature Day event is going to be from April 23rd through May 4th um, for Nook Miles Plus members. So if you haven't unlocked Nook Miles Plus yet in the game, presumably you're unable to partake in the Nature Day event. Is that right, Nick? Yeah, that's how we made it sound. I mean, so I understand we probably mostly have done that. Everybody's, But if you're just starting, I thought it was yeah. an important little node to put in there that if okay. you're not there... It's not available. Like if April 23rd, you bought the game and you're like, yeah. I want to do Nature Day, you might be SOL. That's correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, good. So what happens on Nature Day? Well, a special event with limited time Nook Mile challenges that focus on landscaping flowers and the new addition of bushes and shrubberies, which is really cool. Very, very cool. I'm very excited. Can't wait to dig into that. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about Leaf actually uh, being leading this and uh, seeing his, he's going to show kind of introduce his traveling garden shop during this thing. And, uh, and particularly because I, I know Sean's our, our resident botanist, but um, there's, there's flowers that we have had trouble. Is that the way to put it, Sean? Finding like, like the mums. Yeah. And, that was, and- it was Fantastic Fox that helped us out with that. He had him in his shop, didn't he? Just about yeah. one day, I think. Wow. 
Yeah, so now Leaf will be able to help us out with that because that's partly what he's going to be doing is giving us the more rare uh, flowers that aren't in that aren't native to our island. So uh, that's exciting. I'm I'm all for that. Yeah, that's what's up. That that's some good stuff. Y'all are obsessed with the flowers for some reason, and and more power to you. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty cool that we're going to keep getting uh, additional rotating shops in our square. My hope is that someday you'll be able to make those shops permanent additions to your island, you know, but I guess we'll have to just wait and see about that. Um, the next update is that Crazy Red, if you remember Crazy Red from previous Animal Crossing games, he sold you maybe fake, maybe maybe not so fake uh, pieces of art that you can display or put in your museum. Um, he, this was actually part of the data mine um, leak that happened last week. And, um, and, and you know, as, as the leak said, they were, it was accurate. It said Crazy Red will appear on your private beach, which is the little, I didn't even know that I had this until very recently. It's like a little teeny little spot of beach in the very top of your island on one of the very top squares. So go all the way to the top and change your camera angle to look down instead of to the side and you'll be able to see it if you don't know where that is. Some are actually easier to find than others. Um, like mine, mine is invisible. Yeah, see, that's the way my son's was. But mine was not. Mine was very like it was on, there wasn't a second level to hide it. But my son's oh. was hidden by a second level, so you could just see like the bit of sand. And so, yeah, so he's got to get to terraform that thing yeah. out so he can see it better. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm about to I'm about to take care of all that as well. Um, anyway, he's gonna be on your private beach. He'll sell an assortment of paintings and statues. Uh, confirmed that some of which will be forgeries, and there presumably will be a way to tell which is which. I don't know what that is yet, but. Somebody will tell us. Some of you out there on the internet are insane and you will tell us. He will also be selling existing furniture on the same color variants and a brand new set of red exclusive furniture. That's pretty cool. It gives him more of a purpose than selling bogus pieces of expensive art. Yeah. And for anybody who hasn't played this game, you got to understand this stuff is going to be pricey. I mean, red yeah. was red was a lot of money. You could go into red and spend a hundred k easy. So, uh, I mean, it, as long if it's going to be anything like before, which so far it seems to be a lot like the previous Animal Crossing. I mean, you walk in there and you could drop a hundred k bells, no problem. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Hopefully, there's a little bit. It's a little less nefarious than it was in previous yeah. Animal Crossings because well, spending fifteen k on a fake painting feels real bad. Kind of hoping that with the, the upgraded um, graphics that we've got on New Horizons card against the ones on New Leaf, that it'll be a lot easier to tell the differences between the real and the fake. Yeah, definitely. I, that I can't get my words out. I'm still really. That's tired. okay. <laughs> you got to get that coffee down, Sean. We're we're rolling. <laughs> I'm really excited. I mean, well, first off, I guess we're talking about that Leafs coming in. We're talking about the Jolly Reds coming in. And I mean, when I look back at my last 30 days of play, I don't feel like I was without something to do. Like, man, there's going to be, there's going to be somebody on your right? island all the time, every day. Like you're going to have, some, I mean, between CJ and Flick and Mabel and Kicks. 
I mean, all these people coming and, and new stuff going on. I'm really excited that now it's just like that. Now there's going to be two more shops that show up randomly. I mean, they're really stuffing that thing full of activity. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I wasn't missing anything. I didn't feel like I was. And now there's more things. It's just how many things can one game hold? Yeah. Moving on, we have museum upgrades. We have paintings and statues coming. Um, Blathers will start accepting paintings and statues as long as they aren't a jolly red forgery. Look out for those forgeries again. And there will be a specific room for them, just like there are for fossils and dinosaurs and um, fish and bugs. So presumably, maybe the upstairs of that museum is about to get a bit crowded. Yeah, so there's a couple... Oh, go ahead, Sean. So, no, sorry, I'll just... Sean was just yawning. Crowded. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's a couple of screenshots that have been seen and kind of blown up because that's what, you know, the internet does. Um, and so they don't show the entrance to the, um, to, the, to the museum, or they don't show the entrance to the painting room, I guess is what I'll call it, uh, gallery room. But it, when they do show the your guy walking into the museum and they showed two painting or two screenshots uh side by side and you could tell that that above the stairs was different you could see just a sliver of it above the stairs was different from how it looks now in that same camera angle so i mean it sure seems like that's going to be where you're going you're going up those stairs and there'll be a room up there presumably or something like that. that's right yesterday's podcast as well <laughs> so yeah, exactly. That was mm. that was kind of part of the leak a little bit. So we had a bit yeah. of a discussion and you guys will be able to be privy to that conversation later in the show. Um, also on this update, we had both the museum and the Nature Day are expected to be available immediately when the update releases on April 23rd, um, which is in two days if you live in North America. When is that, Sean? <laughs> Three days tomorrow. Oh, really? Okay, y'all are ahead of us. I I don't know how time works. <laughs> um, so the only thing that is interesting to me about this piece is that they are not they're not making you do anything for it. So like you're gonna update it, and so the museum looks different on the outside than what it looks like now. Um, when you when you look at the update shot, so I mean I'm surprised that they're not like you need to go and find 20 wood and or something, you know, but they're not, they're just apparently from how this sounds is it's just going to change yeah. when the update happens. <laughs> yeah. It'll be a, like a permanent update to the whole game. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Moving right along. We have the May day tour event, which is taking place from May 1st through May 7th. Um, this is really cool. I like this a lot. It's introducing uh, Mayday tickets for use um, with the Dodo airline. It looks like special mystery tours, tour islands. It looks like there's some kind of like puzzle element to it or like f treasure hunt type of thing, um, which is pretty cool. I really like that a lot. And there was a uh, glimpse of a very familiar friend from past Animal Crossing games, Rover apparently makes an appearance maybe we don't know what he does or why he's there but there is a screenshot and i i'm that's a thing 
And not only is the screenshot, you can clearly see it. Like this isn't something where it's like, well, an internet guy took it and blew it up and there were five pixels that if you, you know, I mean, this was very like, I went back and looked and I was like, dang, how did I miss that? Like he's in the top right. When they start talking about this, you got, they show a guy jumping around one of these mystery, mayday mystery islands, I guess is what I'll call them. And in the top right, you can clearly see the white and the black of Rover, and he's got that red and black checkered sweater on. He's not facing you, he's facing away, um, like he's looking off in the distance, but it is clearly Rover. And I was like, I can't believe I did not see that when I watched this, because it's not hidden at all. I mean, they wanted gonna- you to see it. I'm going to laugh so hard if it's just like Bob in a funny sweater, <laughs> right? It's just, it's just like, eh, sorry, we didn't mean to make it look like Rover. Whatever, Nintendo. You know what you're doing. You yeah. know what you're doing to us. So, but in that video, um, the, so like, you're right. It looks like a maze. They've used the shrubbery that now exists in the game to shrubberies make... Shrubberies and holes, right? Shrubberies and holes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And rocks and trees they've used yeah. to make like a natural maze, like a garden maze kind of thing. And at the end of it, they come to um, w- like the toolbox. Like when you drop an axe or something, it has that red toolbox that it is encompassed in or whatever, enclosed in. Um, and so he like goes through the maze, he jumps the hole, and then he just like, right as he, you can see the toolbox, it uh, it fades away. So... It'd be cool if we got some kind of special tools or something for, you know, finishing this Mayday maze, um, which would make me much more happy than getting a uh, bunny wand at the end of all my work. (laughs) No, yeah, I I agree. um, I'm really excited to see what kind of interesting new islands we can explore. Um, For sure, I have some Nook Miles stocked up for this. So we are ready. Moving on, we have International Museum Day happening May 18th through May 31st. You'll walk around your museum collecting stamps at various exhibits. And um, they didn't really explain too much of it, but in a real um, stamp, like a museum stamp day thing, you collect all the stamps and you get a prize at the end. So um, so that'll be pretty cool. Maybe there's some special museum items you can get or maybe maybe the, he'll let you walk away with an, an item from the museum as a prize who knows really but uh well i'm excited to see what exactly this looks like um i got nothing on this fi- one you were you were like the one i was like what the heck is this and you were like well haven't you ever and i was like oh no i had no idea so i'm i'm really yeah. excited this is like fresh for me i'm excited to see what they do on this the only time i've ever done anything like that is when we went to the harry potter world <laughs> tour in um near london and there was like every time you got to a certain point you could there was a stamp you could collect and you didn't get anything at the end you just had this really nice looking passport and it showed that you'd gone through all the different segments of the uh universal tour right yeah it's that kind of thing they do that at amusement parks and anywhere where you go and like can like see different things um And the final piece of the puzzle here is wedding season events from June 1st to the end of the month, the whole month of June. Um, There's a classic song that goes a little something like, they say when you marry in June, you're a bride all your life. And apparently in Animal Crossing, that holds true. So we are introducing returning characters, Reese and Cyrus. I have Reese's Amiibo card. I do somewhere in here. There she is. 
Reese was from the recycle center from New Leaf. That was like the closest thing to DIY that we have now, where like that you could change the color of things, and they could build you furniture and stuff like that. Um, they they took all that away and they just gave you the power to DIY whatever you want. Um, but that's the closest thing we had in past Animal Crossing games with Reese and Cyrus. They were really big in Pocket Camp too. I believe, if I'm correct, they are the ones that you call to do your crafting. Yes, pretty uh, much. Yeah. So, uh, so those are familiar faces for all the mobile players that have shifted over to this as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. You'll be you'll be helping Reese and Cyrus set up an, uh, anniversary photos in Harvey Studio for wedding themed items. Um, I just I still want to marry um, Gwen. Just want to marry that penguin. That's what I want to <laughs> yes. do. And I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not ashamed of it, Matt. Nick, I'm not. I get so flustered about it. You are. You're all people's names. That's how that works. Whoever you are, just let me marry my penguin. (laughs) Um, Well, you know, you're one step closer now with this, right? I mean, you're one step closer. I'm just going to, here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to gift Gwen all the wedding items, right? And we're going to get like a, and then I'll put a tux on and we'll get like a, I'll get like a, like a candid photo of her just standing around with the wedding stuff on and me with the tux on. We're going to make this happen. We're going to make it work. So have you been in Harv's Island at all? I did one time and I said, huh, this is a waste of time. And I left and I never went back. (laughs) So, I mean, you can take your Islanders, your villagers, and you can put them in Harv's Island for photo shoots. All right, well, that's what we're going to do then. Yeah, so I was going to say, if you can do that, like if you can get Gwyn and just put her there, and there you go. I mean, you got you got everything you almost ever wanted. Okay, I feel like this is get to a, gonna, this, this, there's potential for this to go to a really dark place, and I don't want to go there. So we're going to move on, and we, that's, that's – uh, actually, we're not going to move on because that's everything we have to say about the update. Final thoughts from anyone? Nick? I'm I'm really excited for it. Like I I think that's pretty obvious. Um I I they just keep bringing out more and more stuff for this and like I said I felt like it was good before and um now I think it's it's even better and I to be uh, honest um I'm going to steal something that I believe Sean said is just like it gives you a little bit of a complex cuz now you're like okay um I'm trying to keep a I'm trying to keep ahead of the game and now there's going to be shrubs and where am I going to put them and how is this going to work and it's almost like it's a slight anxiety like well I got to be ready for this so that I don't fall behind and yep. so so yeah anyways but it's awesome man I love it yeah. I yeah. when and terraformed the whole entire back the upper part of my island moved trees moved a, a full river and a clifftop pond to make space so I can move my house and have a shrubbery all around the house and yeah <laughs> went full on stately manner so I'm going to try and have like a maze garden and that's awesome oh maze garden dude that's what's up I need to figure that out um I did the exact same thing, Sean. I terraformed the entire upper level, upper level of my island to make room for like a wilderness path thing that I'm trying to build. Um, I, I don't, yeah, that's, it's, yeah. You could sink an ungodly amount of time in this game. And unfortunately, I don't have an ungodly amount of time. So things are moving very slowly on, uh, on cheese, which is the name of my, the name of my island. Well, we're going to, uh, I think that's, that's all we're going to say tonight because obviously we were all very tired. Um, see when Sean gets tired, he gets quiet. When I get tired, I, my mouth moves faster than my brain. 
and I just start <laughs> saying weird stuff. So before that happens anymore, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and uh, transfer you guys to the original podcast we recorded last night, which has a lot of great content. Um, like I said on the top of the podcast, we talk about uh, how what we thought about Bunny Day. We talk about the fishing tournament. We have some community questions. Um, so stick around for that, and we will catch y'all on the flip side. Now we'll go back. <laughs> With me today is Nick, the host, Metzger. Happy birthday, Dan. One why day are late, you the? Have, what? Yes. Why are you the host again? I thought there. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> why am I the host? Someone tell me. He hosts because... the first catalog pie from the Dark Crossing channel. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Also, the sultry voice of Sean, the botanist Abbott, who's giving us all the flower tips. Yeah, I'm ruining everybody's sleep. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Mostly Nick's. And I'm Dan, the birthday boy, Caparello, because yesterday was my actual birthday. I turned 34. Happy birthday for yesterday. Still Happy feel birthday. 20, but here we are. Anywho, we're going to top things off of the episode with a community question because uh, we were going to talk about it anyway. And then Third Strongest Mole swooped in and saved us from having to come up with an introduction. So, Third Strongest Mole asks, now that Bunny Day has wrapped up, what would you like to see from future holiday events? I expect crafting limited items will be like a focus, but I'm hoping collecting them is a little less intrusive on daily tasks. Like maybe for Toy Day, we get materials by giving gifts to our villagers, or for Halloween, we get candy from visiting houses at night in costume. Those are all really cool ideas, by the way. Let's start off with some thoughts about Bunny Day. Final thoughts, because we did a little bit of this last time. Um, what, what do we think about Bunny Day? It was crazy. <laughs> um, and the, the last day was a massive push. I mean, I, I think we spent Easter Sunday, like, morning, once we'd done the Easter egg hunt, and the kids were sort of, like, watching a film. We kind of jumped on me and the wife, and it was like, right, she wants all the DIY cards. I already had them. She was running around chasing because she joined literally the day before Bunny Day. So she joined on the night. So. Oh, she started playing the day before. Yeah. So wow. like she had a load of catching up to do. Um, but yeah, she managed it and she collected the DIY cards, which got you the little toy, which then you had to make the Bunny Day wand. Um, but yeah, she managed to do all that, but it was crazy. I think probably was more crazy for me because I was helping her so but yeah yeah what about you Nick you also kind of went crazy on the DIY stuff didn't you yeah so I got it all um I thought the patch was very helpful we talked about that last last podcast uh it made it much more fun for me I didn't have a problem with the amount of eggs after that patch um uh the only thing my biggest problem, I guess, is, and maybe it's because there was the fishing tourney and one of the items you could get in the fishing tourney, and I know we'll talk about this next, but was the fish wand. And so you went through all this work to collect all these items to basically get a DIY card for a wand. The payoff just seemed a little like, meh. 
You know, and I so was to like, to be well, clear, to be clear, the wand is essentially a skin for the wand you already have. It does the same thing. Yes, exactly. Change costumes. Yeah. And so for me, it was kind of like, well, meh. You know, like I already got a wand. I got two wands. Now I have three wands. If I want to, I didn't even craft the bunny day wand because I was like, why? I don't, I already have two. I don't know. I just thought the payoff at the end, I was looking for something, something a little bit different than that. Yeah, totally. Totally. I thought it was fun, but I didn't take it as nearly as seriously as as you two did, which seems to be kind of a theme as we play through Animal Crossing is I'm kind of like, hey, it's all good, guys. Just chill and have a martini, have, you know, get yourself a mojito and sit on the beach and enjoy the music. Well, everybody else is like, I need bells. Where are the freaking eggs? <laughs> but I, I honestly... I, the bunny was really freaking annoying, and I'm really glad that he's he's gone now. Uh, the the amount of memes yeah. that I saw online. Oh my gosh! Uh, wanting to chop the bunny up and serve him as dinner. <laughs> yeah, can, can I tell you, the bunny did not bother me near as much as it bothered the rest of the internet. I don't know. I mean, if the internet wouldn't have been on fire about it, I would have been like, "Look, oh, this is a pretty nice bunny. Look, I don't have any problems. I don't know. I didn't have an issue with him." But it's just gross looking and weird. I nah, yeah. Not see, a the rest of the world definitely did. So. Not a fan. Not a fan of the bunny. I think um, it became a matter for um, the amount of annoyance that people had originally for pulling up eggs all the time. Right. Like who runs an event like the bunny day and the fishing tournament at the same time? Yeah, that's a good segue. Right. It. Yep. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Bad news. Bad news. Yeah. Fishing day thoughts. Um, I'll start this one. Uh, uh, it was a little so. I hadn't. I, I don't know how everybody's getting like fifty to sixty bait because that seems like an incredibly time-consuming thing, and I don't really have that much time. So I did. I would get ten, and then I would like go fishing, and you know, because ten to fifteen, I couldn't. I usually didn't get more than ten in any one given three-minute period. So that's what I did, and I never. I once I found out that the big prize was another wand, I kind of just was taking the little prizes that he was giving out and I got the anchor and I got the wallpaper and I was happy with that. Um, so I didn't, so didn't have a ton of time that day. So I did the best I could, but overall I thought the facilitation of the fishing tournament was really fun. You know, he gives you a time limit, go catch as many fish as you can. There's a little bit of a way to cheat the system with the bait. So if you know how to do that, you can like really get some high numbers. Um, and you can work your way towards that uh, Nook Miles achievement of getting 100 fish caught with no misses. So I overall enjoyed it. Uh, any other thoughts on that? Well, so for me, and I, I felt really kind of bad about this. So my son was like, hey, do you want to come over to my island and, and do this with me? And I was like, no. I was like, no, I got to get this done. No, I got to get these. Oh, I gotta don't get you get extra points if you're doing yes. it? As super- yeah, okay. so, I didn't so know he, that. How does that work? Yeah, so here's the thing. So I'm like, no, I got to get this done. And basically in my head, I'm saying, I'm thinking, you're just going to be in my way. And so, so you know, no, I, you, we'll, we'll fish together, but separately on our own islands. And so then my mom, who is like, super in at this point she's in to animal crossing comes on and and my son's like hey can i come over to to yaya's island and so they go and then i feel like a jerk because then all of a sudden i realize they're making like double points and so now i'm like oh i'm in let me in like i want to do this too now so i feel really bad but yeah that's the secret like 
it was a great one. It's one, you get more points, but two, it is a ton more fun. Like I was feeling the grind. I was probably 150 points in and I was like, this is not fun. This is really yeah. just work at this point. And I, I would not have made it. And jumping over to jumping over with friends is just great because it's like, so you can have one person that starts starts the fishing tourney while the others go out and find a fish to start with, you know, and then you start it and then everybody's bantering back and forth and you get more points and it's more fun. And that's really the way to do the fishing tourney. If, if you got friends to play with for sure, I think. Yeah, it was the same for me um, because Lindsay hadn't got the upgraded residential services building. She didn't have Isabel, and because she didn't have Isabel, she didn't get the notice about the fishing tournament. So the only way for her to take part in it was to come to my island. Um, and yeah, we quickly rattled through. I mean, I've in my house, I've got all three trophies on little stools, um, next to the fishing mat that you get with the fishing print next to it and the rods. It's sort of like I've kind of set up a bit of a trophy cabinet. But yeah, we were the same. It's like. Whoever spoke to CJ last would start the next tournament. We didn't use any bait, and we were flying like we were getting eight fish on average, eight to six fish a time, without the bait. And like the other person had run to the the shore and wait, and then we split the island up into two. So I went down and left. She went down and right, and then we sort of like come back across the top of the cliffs and meet each other. And that's just what we were doing—just constant loops like that. It was great. It was fun and. It helps build her critopedia up. She's on, she's caught fifty fish in a row without losing one. She hasn't hit the hundred yet. I, I got to ninety four and then lost one. Oh <laughs> no! <laughs> really, <my> gosh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Um, it brought a, a good multiplayer online touch to the game so like when we first started talking way before the game started um the game was released and we wanted to see multiplayer mini games having everybody over getting double points and yeah it kind of added that multiplayer-esque to the game which i'm sort of like i'd, I'd like to have seen so it was a good yeah touch. for sure my um, only i wish they would i wish they would broadcast that more you know like it, before it all before it all gets down i mean this is all about community right that's i mean it seems to be what nintendo wants broadcast that this fishing tourney uh there's benefits to to having everybody come together because as a community we could have totally been like i just didn't think about it quite frankly we didn't really know what's going on but we could have been like hey let's come together you know and do this but we uh didn't know that was a thing so we didn't really know but it'd be nice if they had done that but it's nit that's just a nitpicky thing but it's something yeah no i mean overall i really enjoyed the fishing tournament way more than anything bunny day had to offer me um so coming up is earth day april 22nd Second. yeah so and uh, we expect to see leaf on that day as he has shown up in previous games does anyone remember what earth day was like in new leaf or yep. any other previous I have no recollection of what it was like. I would assume there's some connection to getting wood or fruit or sticks. Well so Leaf was a gardener in or he had a, he ran a garden shop in New Leaf. Oh, okay. And so I could totally see there being some type of 
and this also goes back to Pocket Camp. Um, I could totally see there being a flower that comes out that's special to this event. Um, and this might not happen, but I mean, this happened all the time in Pocket Camp, and they seem to be kind of pulling from their experience with Pocket Camp when it comes to events. Mm. And so I wonder if that'll happen here too, where there will be, I'm horrible with flowers, but there, so I'm not even going to try to name one, but there will be one that's not one that is currently offered that'll come out for this event. You grow it. Um, and then you somehow have to like pick those flowers or something, maybe propagate new ones. And I don't know. And then you can trade them in for DIY cards or something. So that's kind of what I wonder. Totally conjecture. I have nothing, no basis for that. Yeah. We don't, we have no idea right now. And do we know that it's happening? Uh, yeah, Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo. Okay. Robert. Yeah, I th- I thought I remember seeing something like that, but I, you know, it's hard to separate the rumor from the uh, from the news here. Um, my other thoughts are the stuff that we're going to chat about later that will potentially be spoilers for anybody from the data mining. Is we might see something from that appear. Mm-hmm. I wondered that too. I wasn't going to say it here, but yeah, you're, you're totally right. So yeah. So we could get, we can touch that when we get into the spoiler cast, but for sure I could see that being part of it. Yeah, definitely. So we're going to jump into some of our segment questions next. And the first thing we're going to talk about is Nick and I tried our best to pull off a swap and drop party. And if you don't know what a swap and drop party is basically, um, if any item enters your pocket in Animal Crossing, then it is automatically added to your catalog that you can then go to the little Nook ATM in your town hall and order. So the idea is you go to a friend's town, you bring a bunch of items and they drop a bunch of items and you guys pick them up and drop them and then pick up your back items back up, go back to your town and you have all the items you picked up from their town in your catalog to order now. It's a way of expanding your catalog fairly easily. So we were trying to do it with four or five people. Um, And well, Nick, it was semi-successful, wasn't it? (laughs) Yeah, so, well, but first off, we have all done this because we did one at 7 p.m. on Saturday too. You did did one for the Europe people. Yeah, (laughs) and so some Europe people jumped in and then also some of them European people jumped in, but we also had some of the North, uh, some North American people jump in too. So it's really bad um, because, uh, you know, they were just busy at night. That one worked out great. I have no idea why. There was no problems. We had, I think, what would you say, Sean? Was it five, six? Yeah, people? there was me. We had Frosticles, um, Third Strongest Mole, I think, came, Drew, um, and yourself were on the island at the same time. Yeah, myself. Too. And then my mom was there too. So there was at least six of us. So... Um, so there was at least six of us on this island and it worked great. We all dropped our items. There was no problem, no lag, no nothing. It was, it was, it was fantastic. Everybody picked up their stuff and left and life was good. Um, and it goes real quick, by the way, if you want to plan one of these. So just kind of give you, I just terraformed like a little bit of the island and made these little like four by four sections where everybody like that was your booth basically to drop your, and I told everybody to come with 10 items. There was a spot there for 12. Um, great. And I just put little ropes in between there. You can drop your items and then there you go. And you don't get them mixed up with everybody else's stuff. And so it's not that hard to do the party only lasts. I mean, people, what was our Sean? Maybe 30 minutes or something like that. Yeah. And, it took, didn't take long. Yeah. Not at all. But then we tried to do it at 10 PM 
And that was not yeah. as successful. I blame um, myself and I don't know what I was doing wrong, but I feel like every time we had internet issues, it was related to me. See, to be fair, Dan, I thought that too. But, but, <laughs> but, then, but then it just started to happen no matter what. Colin was coming in and boom, down it went. And then I opened the gate. I opened the gates. And I'm like, okay, guys, just come one at a time and get your items. And before anybody even came, nobody was on their way. Gate was just open. And my system was like, yeah, connection error. Your gate's closed. And I'm like, wait, nobody's even on their way. I was there connection issue. So I do not understand. And this has happened only one other time. And we all know Nintendo's not the, not, uh, doesn't have a stellar track record when it comes to internet stuff. Right. But, when my son and I were trying to hang out, um, there was one time where we just could not connect. It just w- and I don't know what it is. I'm not a programmer. I don't know why it happens. I don't know if it's on Nintendo's side or what. But like we, everything else was working. When we got done with it, we were my internet. I was able to stream and everything was fine. I even went out and told my wife. I was like, "Listen, if you can just not stream for like 15, 20 minutes, just in case it's my internet." So she shut everything down. So I don't understand what the problem is, but when you get that, it's really frustrating. It's incredibly frustrating because, you you know, we were trying to do it with a, with a couple different people, with few people. And so when you schedule something like that and then you have internet issues, it just sort of puts a damper on the whole, the whole situation. And I still have to go back to your island, Nick, and get my items. <laughs> You're not the only one. Yeah, it's not that big a deal. Like, I could order new items, but it's just like, it's a, such a hassle. And like, gosh, man. Yeah, you know. I still have Ebisel's items and I still have yours. Yeah. Just sitting I, there. I'm I, like, I, not going to touch them. I don't want anybody to think I stole your items. So no, just, and for that reason alone, I highly recommend, please do not do this with total strangers. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, that's just going to make everybody mad. Just do it with people you know that you trust. Um, yeah. And that's the beauty of us being part of the Nintendo Dads community that we've got such a vast amount of people from different hemispheres and different areas that it's it's yeah, it's fun. It brings a really it's a good aspect to to have such a, a great community behind you to do be able to do stuff like that. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, we trust each other, so we're not gonna, you know, we, we were joking about Nick having this master plan where he, the only reason he joined Nintendo dads was to get, to get our animal crossing items. <laughs> Once he got him, he was out. That's right. I was just He's like gone. done. Just like cut off from the discord. Yeah. Nobody's going to see me again. I got 60 free items. I'm good. I'm done. Yeah. All that digital stuff. Was it worth it? Yeah. And that kind of brings us up to our next topic, which is, um, what do we consider cheating in Animal Crossing? Because there's a lot of ways to sort of game the system in one way or another, and none of it is like hacking per se. They're all things that the, the game allows you to do, but does it detract from the spirit of the game if you do things like tarantula hunting, turnip exchange, uh, time traveling, those kinds of things. So uh so I'll, I'll let i'll let sean i'll let you speak first on this one what is your opinion on cheating how far can you go before it's considered cheating for what me, do you think i think the only because you've got to go in and make a, a hard change to your system which to me is the only thing i can see as you're having to back in the old playstation days where you had to have a put a cartridge at the back and prop your lid open with a pen and change discs and stuff like that you're having to make a, 
a hard change to your system um, is time traveling, altering the internal clock on the switch to put yourself forward a week, backwards a couple of days. Uh, that to me is like, I don't understand why people want to do it because it's not like I've not made mass amounts of money just playing this the game as normal, visiting other people's islands, or I've, I've been into the, the tarantula hunting, not as heavy as some of the people in the community, but I have done it a couple of times. Um, but yeah, I think time traveling is the only one where I think, mm, do you really need to do that? Do you really need to go? I mean, I'm hoping today I'll get the expanded Nook's Cranny because it'll have been 30 days tomorrow for me where I'll have had it and I've had a quick look in my Nook Miles. I've spent over 750,000 bells on the island. So, Oh, can you go in and see how much you've spent? Yeah, it's called um, Bell Ringer, I believe, to do with okay. like ringing a, uh, a till. Where is that? It, it's in your Nook Miles thing. If you think it's like maybe eight level down. So if you scroll through all the cards, there'll be one that says bell ringers and it looks like it's the stamps got little pictures of bells, like bell sacks. It's um, really okay. smart. I never thought to look at the achievement for that to figure out how many you've already spent. That's really smart. But yeah. that just that's for the entire island. It isn't just for Nook's cranny. So if you've got Able mm-hmm. Sisters or the Nook shopping ATM. Um, it, it, I think it might add all those together, but for me to have hit nearly 700,000 bells, I'm assuming a great majority of it will have been in Nook's Cranny. So I'm kind of hoping for that, but it's off topic a little bit. Um, but yeah, I think time traveling is the only one that I can see as the, the cheating aspect because you're having to make a, a hard change to the system and you're only doing it for the benefit of trying to speed your process up massively through the game by going that far forwards. I'm looking up what my uh, I'm looking it up now (laughs) so for me um, there are there's like two aspects one what do I think is actually cheating even if you want to like I don't know even if you want to time travel you do you in Animal Crossing that's always kind of been my motto with this game it's not my thing I don't I don't like the time travel. It's not what I want to do. Um, I also don't really like the turn up exchanges. I think it, uh, I think it just, it progresses for me, the game too fast and you just get done with it. And then it's like, I like the struggle in the beginning of animal crossing of just working with a small community and doing it that way. But if that's not what you want to do, then you play the game you want to. For me, the only thing that's actually cheating is like, so, for instance, when we first got the game, there was this, there was a, um, a glitch in the game where two people could be on the same island together, have a cardboard box, put in, this is now patched, so don't try it, it's, it's out, but something like this. Um, you put a cardboard box down, put a, like, uh, you could put any item you wanted on that cardboard box. One guy, one of the, the two of you, one of you would spin the cardboard box continuously, and the other one would try to grab the item, and you would... It, you would be able to put the item in your inventory, but the item would stay in the box. And so you could do that as much as you wanted, which is basically in the community called duping of items. And so like, that's the only thing that I consider cheating. Um, I don't, I, I just don't like it. I mean, I know it was something Nintendo didn't realize was there and then they patched it later. But for, for me, it's definitely not how Nintendo wanted the game to be played. Um, 
if you want to if you want to time travel that's not how nintendo wants to play the game but if they really didn't want you to do it they could stop you from doing it or at least punish you a lot more than what they do in this game hardly at all from what i understand if you if you time travel throughout the um throughout the calendar and the turnip exchanges like i said i think it just moves it i think for me personally it moves the game along too fast but if that's what you like to do that's fine i like working with our discord community because it's still a little bit of a gamble like is somebody gonna have that good good um price um with the turnip exchanges you know i mean you can basically buy bells on sunday look on monday you'll have uh, a decent amount yeah can we define what the turnip exchange is for those who don't who don't know. Sean, do you want to go into a little bit of what that is before I share my thoughts? Um, so Turnip Exchange, it's a website. Um, I'm just going to quickly pull it up now so I can describe it a lot better. Um, it's a website where people can host their island. So you you put, you open your gates up to anybody via a dodo code. And you put that dogo code in the website. You then put on how much your bells are worth and your island name. That then opens up a, a queue for people. And the people then join the queue. can be anything up to 200 people in that queue waiting to visit your island. Um, and basically, it's just like a shopping market for decent bell prices. Um, I mean, I don't know if we're going to go into it a bit further. Before. Yeah, we will. My, I wanted to get a good definition out there for the uninitiated into what a turnip exchange is. I used it kind of vicariously through one of our community members who got who got a code, and they dropped it in our Discord, and they were like, "Hey, I got a code. Some y'all can sneak onto this island and get like four hundred and ninety for turnips." And so, um, I was on, so I did it. And, uh, I mean, I got a great price. I got off and I was just kind of like, cool. You know, that was easy for me to do. Do I feel like it's cheating per se? I mean, none of these things I would define as cheating, but they do sort of mess with the spirit of the game. Um, and I mean, anything that Nintendo allows you to do in the game, like they're not going to patch out Dodo code so nobody can do the turnip exchange anymore because the Dodo code allows you to do tons of other things in the game. So, um, and the same thing with tarantula hunting. It's just, you're using the systems Nintendo set up to sort of game the system a little bit. Really, you're just gaming the system. Um, and I agree with both of you about, uh, um, about, uh, about, I agree with you, Nick, about the duping. That's, that's like straight up cheating. That's like, they patched it. So obviously it was cheating. <laughs> Um, but you know, the spirit of the game to me is that you're not, you're not necessarily, it's not designed for you to gain millions and millions and millions of bells and just be able to, to fast track your way through the plot. If you can call it a plot, you know, um, that's, that of course, this is my opinion and, if people want to min-max their way through Animal Crossing, that's totally up to them, just like you said, Nick. It just kind of feels like, okay, like, you know, it becomes less and less impressive to me when somebody has, like, a super impressive island when it's like, yeah, and I use Turnip Exchange, and I have 10 
million bells. And it's just kind of like, okay, well, then you game the system. There's nothing impressive to me about it. Um, you know, so um, what, what, what impresses me in Animal Crossing is people who have elaborately interesting islands and cool setups. And they use the tools on their island to create something very unique. That impresses me. And so um, obviously that's, that's a time investment, you know, but it's supposed to be a time investment. That's the point of the game. Anyway, that is my thoughts on that. The, the one last thing on the time traveling, we haven't seen yet the cloud save um, function right. come. Now, I think once you get the cloud save function, obviously for them to be able to synchronize the device and the cloud save to keep everything so you're not like massive time ahead if you so you save your device you've got all your bells blah blah all your items and then you think right i'm going to change the time on my device and jump forward six weeks because i want to do this event before anybody else how will that affect your cloud save because it'll no longer be in sync with time and date Mm. and obviously the internal clock for the servers for the cloud save will be massively out from yours and that's when discrepancies will start happening and is that when we're going to start seeing people penalized for the time traveling never thought about that <laughs> the systems the systems in play at animal crossing are just confounding to me how they're able to keep all these things in sync i'm sure nintendo will work it out but like you said it's like how are you get, logistically? How is this going to work? It's yeah, that's, that's amazing. The one last thing, real quick. Um, I did. I was thinking about this today as I as I was reading this question. I mean, we all have, especially except for the the duping. They're all like these artificial things that we that we these artificial boundaries that we put in, right? And I think it's funny. Like, and I I call out myself because I'm like, well, listen. If I use my Discord community to get better belt to get better turnip prices, that's okay, okay, but, because it's a small community. But, but if, if I, I use search, the, yeah, the whole yeah, world, I'm yeah, searching for yeah. it. Of course, I'm going to find something. Yeah, that's not okay. I can't do that. You know, like so. I totally admit because there's somebody out there that's like that doesn't make any sense. I totally admit that yeah. I am setting my own personal, like almost artificial boundary of like what I think it's. And we all do this, right? And everything, but in AC and Animal Crossing, that's what I'm doing. I'm like, this mm -hmm. is okay, but this is not. And for me personally. And so it is an artificial boundary. If Nintendo allows it, it's there. If they didn't want it to be there, they could totally be like, you know what? If you take turnips on a plane, then they spoil the moment you get to another item. They could do that in a heartbeat if they didn't want you to do, if they didn't want you to share turnips. That's uh, true. And they didn't. And so if, if Nintendo leaves it open, then hey, man, do it. Yeah, if they, you know, if they're not patching it out, because they have been very vigilant with their patching. Mm -hmm. If they're not patching it out, then they're okay with it. You know, yep. and I mean, to be honest, the amount of things you could do with bells in this game is fairly limited once you pay off your house. It's like how many bridges are you going to build, really? Mm -hmm. You know, the nook the nook shop has limited number of items. Your catalog gets filled up. So what are you going to do with your bells? You're going to have giveaways on Twitter. That's what you're going to do with it. <laughs> you know, um, the real currency in this game is Nook Miles. So they don't let you exchange those. So let's move on to um, uh, a little bit more. 
we actually kind of already went through a bit of the turnip exchange, but I wanted to hear from Sean if you had any other pointers or tips or thoughts on turnip exchange before we move on to our spoilerish section of our podcast. Um, all I can say is if you're going to use it, be careful what you do with it. I mean, me and the wife saw yesterday there was people asking for, I don't know, you can't regulate it, 30% of whatever you make. Um, there were also then people that wanted 10 Nook Miles tickets, which when you say Nook Miles is the real currency in the game, 10 Nook Miles tickets is 20,000 Nook Miles, which is a long time to to get. I mean, you've been playing it from day one and you've got about nearly 20,000, 20 something thousand saved up, haven't you done? So you can imagine how long it's took to get to that point. Yeah, I just bought then, the robot DIY. That's how many... <laughs> <laughs> um, but then there were some people on there that were really honest saying look Matt it's a part of the game it's a feature in the game if you want to leave a donation that's fine if not just you know don't run over my flowers follow the path to the nooks cranny so the, it's it's finding it's spending a bit of time looking for it if you want to do it spend some time looking through don't aim for what I found is people that are like putting prices up of 700 bells for your turnips ah asking for stupid donations or like, look, you're not coming in unless you've got these star fragments or gold DIY crafting cards or stuff that's really inachievable in the game unless you've done a lot of time traveling and messing about. Um, and then don't sell until you've checked the price. <laughs> I've seen so many people like um, on Reddit and Twitter complaining about the turnip exchange that are saying that people are faking the price. So you get there and you think, oh, I'm going to make 550 bells of turnip. This is amazing. I'm going to walk away with, which when I worked out the amount of bells you can, the amount of turnips you can carry is 3,900 for everything. If you're going to take a gold nugget as a donation, um, you can make two, just under 2.1 million bells at about 550. So I've done a lot of math oh on it. You've done but, some math, man. <laughs> um, so like, you get there, you turn up thinking, great, I'm going to make 2 million because it's at 550. You sell without checking the price and the bell price is like 90 bells per turnip and you're walking away with less than what you put into it. You kind of start shooting yourself in the foot. So always check. So it's when I've done it, because we did it yesterday. I mean, for you guys it's still today but we did it yesterday me and the wife and she made five point something million i made four point something million and every time we went in we use the chat function we say hello um we just we tell them we're not we're going to check the price first before we give whatever we're donating went in checked it go out i dropped my little gold nugget said thank you went back in sold the turnips made massive bank and like we always do a little gesture of waving, say bye. So it's it's a really there is a polite side to it and a really nice keeping with the Animal Crossing community theme. But just to be careful, because you, you there's nothing worse than thinking, oh, this is really going to benefit me, and then walking away really frustrated and having a bit of a sour taste to the game because nobody wants that. It's a brilliant game. Um, I'm absolutely loving it, and now the wife's playing it. I'm absolutely loving the local play aspect of it where we're helping each other out all the time so it's just that's to be good. careful that's good and it is high risk high reward yep which is why i think doing it 
like Nick was saying, like it's okay to do it within the community, but doing it doing it with random people online might not be. Um, that's to me is the biggest part of it is I the risk of it the risk of turnips is no longer there and now you're taking the risk of like trusting a human it just kind of messes with the whole spirit of of what they're trying to do so keeping it within your community like your tight-knit community um, and anybody out there if you want to uh, jump in on the Nintendo Dads discord and join us there if you want to get some good turnip prices or you want to just hear us chat about this kind of stuff in the discord. Um, the Nintendo dads have a Patreon and for a dollar a month you're in. It's like, you know, it's you really can still not test it. Right. You still, is it still oh, free? Yeah. I think they're still, still doing a trial period. So yeah. Yeah. There's still a trial period that they're doing. So yeah, you can get in for free right now, but normally dance, right. It's a dollar a month. Yeah. And that's, you know, you're totally welcome there. Just don't be a jerk. <laughs> That's right. The, uh, the one thing I wanted to ask you on, what is the average wait time for, uh, for this queue that you, you know, so you get in there, you have these hundred people, like what was your average wait time to get the code to go to the event? Yesterday, the first time I went in, it was 35 minutes. I timed it. It was 35 minutes, which I joined the queue, started doing like dinner prep with the wife and, washing a few pots up and we just had the we had an ipad each set up in the kitchen and we were both in different queues and we just literally had the switches downstairs with us um and waited that's it 35 minutes i think i got in just before the wife um and then once you're in because of this queue system and they're, they're limiting it to so many people visiting the island it takes a couple of minutes to get in and on the island so 35 minutes waiting time and then say 10 minutes to sell your turnips. That's it. So it's not too bad. Minutes. Yeah. So it's, if I could make that in real life, I'd be a happy man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yes. Well, the black market does exist. So, yeah. but then I did have one last night before I went to bed and I literally clicked on join the queue and I was at the front of the queue, got the code and was like, Oh dear, I haven't put everything in my pockets. I have not turned my switch on. <laughs> oh my gosh. Trying to do everything really quickly. And I was like, because some people, if like after five minutes, you haven't started to join the island, they'll kick you out of the queue. And like I joined this queue, got straight to the front. Brilliant. And then literally as I was booting the switch and looking at it, the queue went like, went from no people to 200 people in the queue within 30 seconds. Yeah. That's so, crazy. Crazy. All right. Awesome. Well, it's a great discussion. Uh, we are now going to jump into the rumors and spoilers section of our podcast. So if you want to stay spoiler free and you don't want to hear what somebody possibly data mined that may or may not be coming to a future to animal crossing near you in the future, um, you can duck out right here. We appreciate you listening and we would love for you to continue to do that as long as we're doing this thing. Yeah, just to give just a real quick deal here. So if this is where you're ducking out, if this is where you're going to leave, just let me tell you um, that we are, Dad Crossing is a part of the Nintendo Dad family of podcasts, and you can find our content um, on wherever podcasts are found, including um, our sister-in-law podcast, uh, Dads After Dark. And so, uh, you know, but you can also reach out to us on Instagram and on Twitter at NDadCrossing. And we would love to chat with you there. And then, as Dan said, um, also on Discord is definitely a possibility through uh, the Nintendo Dad's Patreon. 
I want to know how they got downgraded from sister to sister-in-law. That's that's a story for another time. That another is, podcast. That is, yeah. uh-huh. It's another mm-hmm. podcast. So Definitely. there has been uh, some data mining going on in the Animal Crossing community online, and we're going to go through what this individual, whose name is not in my notes, but Ninji, Ninji whoever you I don't want. know if Ninji. you say that. Ninji? Ninji. Thank you, Ninji. Um, as a as a as a um, disclaimer for all of this, these are things that it's very possible that these are things that were in development at one point and now no longer are, because these are these are like phrases that you find in code. So it's a little nebulous as to like when are they coming? What exactly does it do? Is it even something that's coming? Is this a code name for something else? So you could take everything that we're about to say with a big old rock salt sized grain of salt. Now, Crazy Red. If you remember Crazy Red, he's the one who sells you fake art. Does he ever sell you real art? That is yet to be determined. He apparently shows up on your private beach. Um, yeah, Nick, you had a question about this. What's your question about this? Well, yeah, so this would, I mean, this would certainly not surprise me if it was in there. I mean, um, art has been has been something that we've collected in Animal Crossing. Was it since the beginning? I believe so. Yeah, believe, there's, yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, so I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I did I have know. this question. I have uh, two tiki torches and a uh, and swing on my private beach right now. So I just wonder. Yeah, I got a hammock. Yeah, I just wonder, like, what's going to happen to my stuff? I mean, now I did, I will, I will say I did see a mock-up that somebody had done where Red doesn't actually, like, put a tent or anything on the beach. He just kind of, like, pulls a boat up to the beach, and then you can reach, you can talk to him from the boat. That's all mock-up stuff that people were just like, this is how it could work. But yeah, that was my first thought. Was like, yeah. well, wait, do I got to move my? Do I got to move Waker, my swing? Wind Waker, Beetle style. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, anything's possible. The, it's it's it's. I I never really understood the point of this character because um, it's he sells you fakes. So what are you even? What are you doing with them? Well, some and, are real. One's real, and two some are, are real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Oh. So how it worked, if I, if I have this correct, how it worked is, and I actually didn't realize, but there was a way to tell if you knew the art he was selling. I did not know this until like actually- you knew it in real life? Real life, yeah, real life. So credit this, I, I believe I heard this on, uh, on Nintendo Guru's uh, podcast. Um, shout out to Guru. Shout out, shout out to, to Guru, that's right. So apparently, if you real life knew it, there were small tweaks to the painting and you could find the one that was the right one. But yeah, so the thing was, you spend an exorbitant amount of money, if I, if I recall correctly, like 15,000 bells you would spend for one of these paintings. You could only buy one, if I'm correct. And uh, Yeah, I then, remember that. I never bought from him. <laughs> I, believe, I believe it was only one. And so you had a 33, there's three paintings, you had a 33% chance of getting the right one that you could take to the museum. Otherwise, you would walk your happy self to the museum, give it to Blathers, and Blathers would be like, uh, yeah, this is a fake. So congratulations <laughs> on not doing any and just like losing all those bells. And then you could go sell it to Tom Nook for like 50 bells. Yeah, I don't remember, but it was something like that. And so, but I, I think he'll be back. I think he's in this. 
that that means the return of paintings, which is which also probably means the return of the painting gallery in the museum, which we will get to here. Museum upgrades apparently coming. Places for art throughout the building. Two more standalone buildings to add on, which are the museum shop. Um, which uh, we, there's a note here that says New Leaf had a space for rent in the museum-based items. For yeah. Sale. So so let me let me. Um, first off, I was surprised that these were standalone buildings. We don't know what that means, but. I mean, it sounds to me that's exactly how it was read on, um, and I need to give a shout out to Animal Crossing World. Um, that's where I got all this from, um, was a blog post that they did. So shout out to them. They got it from Ninji, who is, according to them, a very credible data miner. He has, he has data mined some other stuff. Right, right. Um, so, uh, but yeah, so they're standalone buildings and apparently New Leaf had, you could rent a space to kind of put extra items in. And also in this space, there was a little shop where they would sell museum stylized items. I don't entirely know what that means, but that's that was it. Cool, like miniature dinosaur skeletons. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing, yeah. but I don't entirely right. know. <laughs> I seem to remember that being a thing. Um, and then also the museum cafe, which, which uh, I'm hoping means the return of Brewster because Brewster was the man. And yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I want Brewster's back. happy about that. Yeah. I built myself a little uh, seaside cafe on my island. I'd be happy to have a legitimately cafe cafe run by Brewster. That would be fun. Yeah, the 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 part with the museum upgrades and saying that it's a stand standalone buildings is when you walk into the museum, you've obviously got your bugs to the left, fish to the right, fossils down. You've got the stairs going up. So could that be where your cafe and your, your shop ends up at the top of the stairs? Because that seems like those stairs are there just to make it look nice, but it'd be nice if they actually use them as part of something. Yeah, I don't understand that phrase, standalone buildings, to add on, because maybe that, that might be a misprint or, or a mistranslation. Mis I don't know where these came from, but mm. um, yeah, that, that's a bit confusing to me. Yeah, I think you're totally right, though, Sean. I think if it's going to be anywhere, it's going to be in that in that funky like go upstairs and make a U and come back down. Like that never made any sense. Like why is that? Why is that there if that's all you're doing? To go sit on the bench. Yeah, Y'all don't go sit on that bench and just hang out. <laughs> yeah. How much hanging out do you guys actually do on your island? Just sitting and enjoying right. something. You had a thunderstorm on your island, right, Nick? I did, and I loved it. And I didn't sit, I fished the entire time. But I mean, at night, sometimes I will put these headphones on, these Steel Series headphones, um, and I will plug in, especially if the wind's really whipping on my island, and I will sit on my hammock or in one of my rocking chairs and just kind of look out because they have done spot on. And I know I've said this a million times, but I just can't say it enough. They have done a spot on job with the sound effects, with the wind and the night effects and all of it. And it is really great to listen to. Yeah, I totally agree. What were you going to say, Sean? Um, I spent quite a bit of time walking around the museum. I like the, it sounds daft as well, but changing your outfits with the wand in the museum and listening to the difference in footsteps. That's all. <laughs> I like socks, it. 
walking you know you got to find your thing in animal crossing walking around the socks is padded and it's just somewhere because everything echoes so it's a i thought it was a good place to try and see if different clothing makes different noise different footwear makes different noise but i had like the especially the fishing one and the bugs part i like walking around in there and seeing everything i think it's quite a nice addition to be able to see everything moving around and especially that bit where you see the big um swirl of fish the big tank yeah yeah that is cool yeah when i got paths and i laid a bunch of them out it's cool how they all sound different on your shoes or whatever shoe you're wearing that Mm -hmm. too so that's awesome um bush is returning six different types azalea hydrangea hibiscus sweet olive and holly that's awesome i'm super down for some shrubs shrubbery on my on my lawn i want that and a new gardening shop yeah so that that not sure what they meant by that if it if you read it i'm not sure if it's a shop or if it's an interface menu it was difficult for me to understand what they meant by that because they went into like c gardening they started to use too much programming language for me programming jargon for me to like understand (laughs) entirely what they meant and so i was like okay it's like a shop or an interface i'm not sure if it's a shop or a menu that's my point right 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 um vegetables also growing tomatoes potatoes carrots pumpkins wheat sugar cane um i'm i would this is great to me i love i love farming farming sims that kind of thing throw me a little bit of that at animal crossing and let me do it that's awesome yeah, my I'm, thought I, go ahead sean go ahead i'm i'm big into the flower concept at the moment so i'm trying to grow all the different hybrids so then the idea of having to be able to build a little field and plant different vegetables for whatever reason, just other than to have them there. <laughs> um, I'd really enjoy that. Well, I would imagine it's going to, it's going to coincide with their next point, which is you're going to be able to cook. I would imagine there are ingredients that you get throughout your island, including your fruit, grow some vegetables, make, some, make something that you cook. Um, but Nick, you have an opinion about these vegetables, don't you? Well, I don't know. So it, to me, there have always been a delineation between my, my I almost said Stardew Valley, but I mean, what originally started off as Harvest Moon series and then stardew valley came out and kind of took that over i know there's still a thing but anyways and animal crossing like and the delineation was gardening right was vegetables was growing these vegetables and it's like okay that's what the difference is i know when stardew valley came out everybody said and actually this is what got me into the nintendo dad's discord because the nintendo dads were like well, Stardew Valley is just like Animal Crossing. And I'm like, no, it's not at all. It's like Harvest Moon. I was like, ah. And so, like, I had to go into Discord to be like, no, you're all wrong. <laughs> um, and so, I don't know that I want the two to merge in that way. Now, there isn't relationships yet in Animal Crossing, like there is in Harvest Moon. But uh, I don't know. I'm not... I have said that I, I just think I need some time to wrap my head around having like farming in my animal crossing because it's just so foreign to me quite frankly i i disagree with you (laughs) possible i mean i love stardew valley i love it um and uh there's a certain penguin on my island that i am quite fond of that i would like to date 
But I can't do that in my Animal Crossing game, can I? No. No, you cannot. Well, you tried, apparently. You went on a first date, apparently. Well, she was sitting down, and I hopped up there, and we had a nice little conversation about ice or something um, and shared a tea. Uh, And and it was pleasant, but, I mean, there's no relationship here. I want her to move into my house, you know? That, if they had relationships in Animal Crossing, that's the day that I lose my entire real life and I just live in my Animal Crossing house. That's, that's how that goes. Um, you need a poll uh, on Discord. Do you want relationships in Animal Crossing? Because, see, I really don't. I don't <laughs> at all want You can just ignore the feature then. You don't have to date anyone. It's true. It's true. Like, if it's yeah. like Harvest Moon. Like, I, to be fair, in Harvest Moon, I, I hardly ever get married. I only get married in harvest moon if i'm like i need somebody to help me walk because my garden is so big i need somebody so i find the one that like helps with gardening and watering so i'm like all right you i'm gonna marry you purely although knowing you nick you would do it just for the achievement well that's true you would do it and (laughs) you know there's there's some perk you get by having an animal live in your house and you would you know, yeah. I'm sure they don't want to have some kind of bestiality situation. That is a little awkward. Uh, right? So let's move on. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just quickly looking through the Twitter post from Ninji. Yes. He's uh, actually put little photos up of the code, and it is very interesting. I mean, I, I've done a little bit of coding in the past um, using... Enlighten us. Yeah, Visual. go for it. And it's it's things like... Uh, so there's obviously little bits of code for if you walk up to a tr- up to a tree, and you hit the action button, you can then shake that tree. In the code in here, there's a um, bit of something that says PC stack 64, which is the input I believe equals bush swing shake. So if you walk up to something and hit the action button, it then will shake the bush or swing it or. But yeah, they've got that written in. They've got it written in. It's just underneath where it's all written for the tree, but it's mm. not enabled. It's currently red, which means it's not enabled. Hmm. So it is quite interesting. It's so it seems that, pretty legitimate. Uh, yeah. yeah, that is so, cool, Sean. It's cool to see like where the source of all this is coming from and how they even know. Yeah. Um. Uh. So our point number five we hinted at earlier is cooking. My big thing with cooking is I want to know what the perk is. Why would I bother making food? You know what I mean? Any thoughts on that? Um, I don't know. Breath of the Wild is the only thing I can link it to. I've not played Stardew or Harvest Moon. But Breath of the Wild, you made different, different combinations, did different things. So some gave you better strength, some gave you, made you quicker, less resistant to heat, less resistance to cold. Um, or other way around, more resistance even. Um, I don't know. I can't so the see. only way the only way that would work at Animal Crossing is like, okay, now I can run a little faster. Yeah. Now maybe bees don't sting me. Now or when they do, I heal or whatever. Um, yeah. being chopping down a tree only takes two swings. Like, there's no like stats to speak of. So. Yeah. Mm. So there is some prob or there is some probabilities that I don't want to say probably stats. I don't know what you want to call it, but I've talked about her before. The fortune teller. Yeah, there's like um, luck. Yeah, and so there's like luck. So like you, you would pay, and you could you could pay so much, and you would either have bad luck or good luck. Katrina, the fortune teller, I think was her name. Um, and sometimes you get bad luck, and you so you could maybe 
put a recipe together and eat and maybe now you're more likely to get gold gold balloons with presents or maybe those presents are more likely to give you $15,000 or maybe you're more likely to find high fish, high priced fish or something. Um, I could see that. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of as perks other than I have another reason to poop in your toilet, Dan. (laughs) Well, I did get a toilet from the item swap, so we're ready to go. Anytime. Anytime, Nick. (laughs) The only thing I'd like, if you could make one that's quicker, because there's an achievement for catching five or six wasps in a row. So when you shake the tree, the honeycomb drops. And you run, turn around to try and catch them. If you can do that like five or six times in a row, you get a, a Nook Miles ticket for that. I'll ticket, but you get an achievement card for doing that. Sure. Oh, okay. That's hard um, to yeah, <laughs> yeah, see, so there's things that are just like, I could see the activities in the game becoming swifter and that kind of thing. So that there, there's some, there's some room for, for uh, stuff there. Um, diving and sea creatures return. I remember this being a thing in uh, new leaf and that was quite fun. I was kind of surprised that it, that new horizons didn't have this getting out of the gate considering swimming is a pretty vacation activity. If you ask me, um, you had to get the wetsuit first before you could do it. Right. There is no doubt in my mind. There's never been any doubt in my mind that this was going to be in the game or was in the game later on. I mean, to me, Nintendo's big hint at this was the the random diver suit with the submarine in the museum. I like it just just in there randomly, and I never made any sense to me. The only right. That was the big hint of this is going to be in here. So this this was not not a shock to me at all that that they found this. Yes, um, I'm going to be hype when that drops because because diving and catching different fish and just kind of seeing what was down there, finding treasure chests, all that stuff was really really fun in New Leaf, um, and I'd love to see what underwater looks like in New Horizons. Um, mm-hmm. And finally is a second upgrade to Nook's Cranny, which uh, has been a a topic of controversy amongst Animal Crossing fans is how exactly do you upgrade Nook's Cranny? There is a list floating around and some people have said like, well, mine got upgraded and the game hasn't even been out for 30 days yet. So what does that even mean? Nobody knows. Um, So the fact that there's a second upgrade to Nook's Cranny, which is a staple of the series, I mean, in in New Leaf, Nick's Cranny upgrades like three or four times. So mm-hmm. um, uh, the only and I've I've seen the upgraded Nick's Cranny in on other people's islands that I visited for various reasons, but um, it's just more items, really. Yeah, and that's usually what it is. I think this is brilliant. This is there is probably going to be four or five upgrades to Nook's Cranny. Um, but this is Nintendo's way to say you can time travel all you want. Same thing with events. You can time travel all you want, but you're not going to get what you think you're going to get because we have it locked down behind updates. Right. So, you know, somebody has time traveled 90 days, probably trying to figure out how many days they got to go for this next upgrade. And they're like, it's just not here. It's just not here. Cause it's just not here yet. And Nintendo doesn't want you to have all that immediately. It's, it is the little things Nintendo does to kind of be like, all right, you can do whatever you want, but you're not going to get this. I think it's great. Love it. That, that brings up an interesting point. Like if I, if I start the game on launch and I fast forward to bunny day, 
there was an update that, that like preceded Bunny Day. Was Bunny Day part of that update? If I fast forwarded to Bunny Day before the update, is Bunny Day not a thing? No, Bunny Day would not have been there. Really? Yeah, I mean, from everything, so let me back up and say I have not, I have not time traveled, so I don't know, but from everything I understand, we had an update, um, I don't, I, it was a few days before April, I believe, that, and that, that we loaded, and that's when Bunny Day became available for time travelers. Um, now, anybody who's listening to this, please set me straight on, on Twitter or anything else if I'm wrong, but that's how, that's how I understand it that these holiday events are updates. That's what they said in the, um, in the direct. And so right now not being updated, it's not there. My only, my only issue with that is there are people in the world who just don't have internet or proper internet that are playing animal crossing. Right. And they just want to play animal crossing. You know, are they not getting bunny day at all because they're still on 1.0.0. Possibly. I mean, I need to look at, see, because Earth Day is tomorrow, so there should have been an update, you'd hope, 48 to 24 hours previous. You'd think. If it doesn't come today for you, tomorrow for us, then I don't know when it's going to come. That's my big question. That's a good question. If anybody in the community out there listening has an answer to that, I would be very interested to know how people without internet are experiencing Bunny Day. Yeah, I I don't have an answer to that question, but to, I mean, to how it reads in the direct is that these are updates that aren't out yet. Right, right, yeah. I mean, yeah. just very quickly. Go to McDonald's and update uh, your switch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Nobody's going to McDonald's. Okay, fair enough. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Social distancing. Nobody's could, going anywhere. No, else. you could park outside of a yeah, McDonald's in your car and, you know, right. go to a Starbucks, mm-hmm. just sit there. Right. They'll bring your coffee to your car, pay with just your app. Flicking through his um, Twitter feed about all the information that we've just been talking about. A lot of that was pulled from version 1.0.0. So the original first, like even before. Oh, interesting. I think on day release, we had a patch straight away, didn't we? Which took it to 1.1. We did. A lot of that information took, because he was saying that he's there in 1.0, but then in 1.1, some of that information had gone or was hidden. So, yeah. Yeah. Is it, oh crap, we're sending it out, data miners are going to be all over this, let's pull back, release a patch for for the the multiplayer and remove a few bits of information we don't want people to see. So That makes sense. Yeah. My big, um, you know, when as soon as this game launched, there are things that were blatantly obviously missing, you know, like paintings, you know, like scuba diving. Um, certain stores just are absent from, from the, uh, from the islands and so um nintendo has been with all of their games sending out updates you know we just got a mario maker 2 update announcement today um that game you know that game may have been just dead in the water as far as we all know but they're still updating it so it's no surprise that there are planned updates for animal crossing and i imagine we will get some staples of the series back on the islands um so in in the weeks to come even months to come very quickly, um, I've just done a quick software update check for it, and as of 6 a.m. UK time, 
it's still on version 1.1.4. Right. So, yeah. So we'll have to wait the next couple of days to see if that's an update or maybe that was part of the last update. They just didn't want to talk about it. They did unveil it in that update. I mean, I don't know if it was in the update, but I just mean they mentioned it when on the Twitter when when they brought that out. Then it's probably part of that update. Well, I imagine we won't get one. Anywho, again, I want to mention that all the things we just talked about could very well never happen because this is data mining, which which some of this code might just be things that were at one point in the game and now are no longer are part of development code. Um, it might be code names for other things. We just do not know, you know, maybe just some ideas. Maybe they're putting them in there just to screw with us. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it'd be horrible, but it'd be awesome deep down inside. I think it's probably funny. Dude, that's a theory that I have. I am, I am so convinced that Nintendo drops false information to leakers just to throw everybody off. Recently, there was that leak that there were going to be a bunch of Super Mario, like classic Mario game remakes, like Mario 64 and, and uh, Galaxy and all that. And I was sitting here, everybody's getting excited. I'm like, none of this is happening. You guys are being duped. Don't get hyped for something that's never going to happen. <laughs> Anywho, I think that's going to about do it for us today, guys. Anything else you want to throw in to this Animal Crossing pie that we're baking? Um, in your museum, have you noticed on the floor, especially in the dinosaur exhibit or the fossil exhibit, that there is painted circles on the floor? Yes. Have you stood in them? No. What does that do? Um, especially in the fossil exhibit. If you stand there where the meteor looks like it's hitting the earth, that little flashing beacon. If you stand in, there's a blue circle. You stand there, it changes the view inside the museum and expands it and lifts it up towards the ceiling a little bit so you can see all your different exhibitions. There's a lot. There's little things like that just to make it even nicer. <laughs> I only noticed that yesterday. I was like, oh, there's a blue circle on the floor. What happens if I stand in this blue circle? Oh. <laughs> I'm going to go do that right now. <laughs> yeah, me too. I did not know that at all. That's that, amazing. That yeah. That is. That's really cool. That's this good. is why you listen to Dad Crossing, to get knowledge bombs like that. That's what's up. I did want to ask you, Sean, how is it? Like, So you went from when we started, when like I was like, who wants to do an Animal Crossing? You were like, I've never played, but I'm excited to try it. Yeah. To like, now you're totally in it, doing turnip exchanges, and now you're doing this, like your wife's right beside you doing. It. Like how how is that journey from like zero to 60 been? Um, at least it took me over 125 hours. That's how much I've put into this game. I'm at 70. I just checked yesterday. So your island, Dan, looks fab better than mine i have literally just been chasing flowers chasing those bells man yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's my Um, that's my whole thing my whole goal is to is the aesthetic of my island needs to be on point i've had i've had people at work who have discovered the podcast sort of like laugh and say you're talking about a game that has small creatures in it what are you doing <laughs> um but i am enjoying it i've enjoyed the game the game's fantastic to play it's especially in the current circumstances i think it's for people's mental health it's giving them something to do on a daily basis um i think without that 
I think me and the wife had been pretty crazy. And I think it's one of the reasons why she's really big into it is because we're at home. We've got three kids. We can't go anywhere to do anything with the three kids. We've been blessed in the UK with very nice weather for once. I mean, you can see it behind me now. The guys, mm-hmm. but it's going to be like nearing 19 degrees today, which is for April in the UK. is fantastic. What's that in Fahrenheit? Um, 40? No, can't be 40. Cause that's, that's cold. That's cold. Um, <laughs> well, it's cold if you're from, that's cold if you're from Texas. <laughs> 19. Yes. 66. Yes, it is, Nick. 60-ish? <laughs> yeah, 68. Oh, that, sounds about, that sounds nice. Yeah. yeah, it is. I mean, we've got a really big inflatable paddling pool in the garden that we had delivered yesterday because, like, the youngest, he really likes to get out and about and do stuff. But in regards to the game, it's given us a bit of a distraction. So, like, on the morning after we've done breakfast, we spend, like, an hour sat together. We'll do his daily chores in the morning and talk about what we want to do later on in the day. And then once the kids are in bed, we'll spend like maybe another hour or two sat together, like swapping items or, um, or I've got so-and-so on my island, so I'll go and catch a load of fish. Um, if you want to come and catch them fish as well, it's up to you, but you're not going to make any money from it. But I'll then split what I make. We've, we've done a lot of sharing bells between me and the wife which is probably why she's as far in as she is um, yeah, it helps a lot yeah um but it's it's brilliant i mean like i said i never played i played a little bit of new leaf just to get a grasp of what the game was like before this started um but yeah i think it's fantastic my cousin last night she came across to my island um just have a look around because she's just started with it to see what things were she took a few bits of fruit but she played New Leaf a lot prior to this, and she still thinks it's blowing it out of the water. That's awesome. awesome. I've enjoyed it, and it's thanks to the Nintendo Dust community and you guys for inviting me on to be a part of it. (laughs) That's kind of made me discover a game that I probably wouldn't have really played. So this came out the same day Doom Eternal came out, and I've not even touched Doom Eternal yet. (laughs) Oh, Resident Evil... Well, we're super we're super glad you're you're on the podcast and we're happy to have you sean and honestly yeah. animal crossing is just one of those games where it it looks real stupid it just looks like the dumbest why would you be doing chores in a video game when you have actual real life chores to do and you don't understand it until you play nintendo magic it's only nintendo i think that could mm-hmm. ever take a game like this and really sell it like they've sold it absolutely absolutely well on that nick i think it's time for you to bring us home let's get out of here hey we want to uh we want to say thanks to the nintendo dads for uh, helping us make this happen uh we are on their main feed you can find us you can find them wherever podcasts can be found and uh once you find them you'll find us um we are also on instagram we are on youtube and we are on twitter at Crossing. Uh, if you have any questions, hit us up. And you uh, you heard about our Discord, so uh, feel free to look up uh, the Nintendo Dads Patreon and find us, find them there, and join our channel. So for Dan Caparello, for Sean Abbott, and for myself, Nick Metzger, hope your village is sunny and your villagers are happy. Have a good one, folks. Keep it real, turkeys. Bye.